Cool. Nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. I'm done with this. Previously on Seriously Girl. Hey, Joey. Hi, Daniel. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. You know, there are a lot of people who are probably freaking out because they're thinking, where is Mike Lawson? And they're just ready. They're ready to pounce she on you. gives me the evil eye. What am I trying to say? It's like the road to hell or something. First of all, he's super gay. He's like crazy gay. He just grabbed a sawzall and just ripped a, a big hole in it. Someone call the police! From WBEZ Chicago and catching up with Mike and Joe, it's Seriously, Girl. I'm your host, Joe Batance. Each episode, we will try and unravel the mystery. What happened to Mike Lawson last week? Maybe this week, I'll get to ask him. Seriously, girl? Stay tuned. Basically, the woman was, like, so angry. She called me a scammer. She also said that I owed her 70 bucks. What's your real name? And that Mike is in quotation marks. She's a crazy person. Hello, Joseph. Oh. Uh, hello. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm here. Everything's fine. I know, but I you freak out. You made such a big deal. Joe, you made such a big deal. So, for people that don't know, last week I wasn't on the show. Joey did it with uh, Daniel Brewer. It was a great show. I'm so thankful that Daniel stepped in and did it. But you acted like, Mike is so busy. He, he, he can't be here. And it's a big thing. But we were texting and our schedules didn't mash up. Like, you were as busy as me. You were acting like I was absent. No, I defended you. I said you were doing a big blue test. Well, uh, I wasn't. I wasn't, but... Oh, like but our... not not the diabetes one. You were testing to see how well your new guy can blow you. Why would that be a big blue? Oh, blue is in past tense of blow. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, thank you, Daniel Brewer, for doing that last episode. It was a good episode. Um, and I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to talk about... No, Mike, I missed the, you so much. I told you th- I told you that in a text message, and you are like, shut up. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't the same without you. And you are like, whatever, loser. I don't know well, what you said. It wasn't shut up like, shut up. It was like, ha, 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 shut up. It wasn't that bad. That's what my shut up was about. Anyway, how have you been, Mike? No, Since no, you've no, been no, gone no, for... no, 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 no. I we need to talk real quick. Oh, uh, Joey, on this episode with Daniel Brewer, thank you, Daniel Brewer, not just for doing it, but also for validating feelings that I had because I feel like we record forty minutes an episode of this show, and like forty, forty-five minutes in, I'm like, all right, Joe, uh, any news stories? And you're like, Mike, that was only half of one of my personal stories. <laughs> And Daniel did the same thing. He was, like, ready to move on to news. And you were like, um, I didn't do my second personal story. Because your first personal story was, like, 12 personal stories if you include all the tangents. So thank you for pointing that out. I thought I was the crazy one, but it turns out it's actually Joe. How how are you, Joe? <laughs> I'm doing well. I, hope, I wonder what Daniel Brewer is doing next week. Oh, I know. Oh, wait. <laughs> Actually, I do know what he's doing. He's going to be with me next week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, any good uh, personal stories that you want to tell me about? I don't know. I, you were the one gone for two weeks. Maybe, okay, I can go. So, last week, get this. Last week, my brother, like on Monday night, was like, hey, I have two extra Laker game tickets. Do you want them? Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. He goes, but the only caveat is you have to take Richard. To the game. He's like, because because he thought it'd be so funny if two people who could not care less about basketball had these tickets. Were they really good seats? They were really good seats, and it was for, like, the season opener of the Lakers. Okay. This is, like, the opening thing, right? Yeah. So I come up with – so I asked Richard. Richard says he'll go. And uh, I came up with this elaborate plan where I'm going to – we're going to take – because Richard lives really close to a metro stop. And there's a metro stop right in front of the Staples Center. I'm like, let's do this. Let's take the metro all the way to Staples Center. So we did. It took us like 45 minutes. And there's like a you have to change trains halfway through, right? Which is not a problem. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you. Richard walks so fast. He walks like a zombie is chasing him. Like <laughs> I got such a workout just trying to keep up with Richard. 
Like he walks like he's in, like the rabbit in Alice in Wonderland, and he's late for something, right? <laughs> So I had to chase him, and then so we get there. When we finally get to the Laker game, it took us forever, by the way. It took us like an hour, <laughs> which, by the way, was a 10-minute drive from Richard's house. But whatever. It was Metro. We were saving uh, the, the uh, what is it called? Environment. Right? But also parking's a bitch. Yeah, parking that, yeah. is a bitch. You're right. Okay. You might end up parking like halfway. Yeah, exactly. Of, you know and and parking's going to be really expensive, like $20 or something. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we go to the game. We we make it in time for the game right when the tip-off starts. The seats are amazing. We're actually sitting really close, about 30 feet away from Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Oh, fun. Yeah, which, by the way, Richard was just watching them the whole time. Of course. And texting people. And then I looked over, and Richard was on Grinder <laughs> the whole time. I wonder how Grinder is at a game. He said, actually, it wasn't that good. Like, actually, everybody he was finding was outside of the stadium but i don't know i didn't go on grinder richard's also super super picky but sure. but like picky in a weird way not like what you and i would consider picky like uh richard picky oh by the way richard tangent here <laughs> he call- this is still one personal story i just would like to point out he calls me right uh, and uh-huh. he goes Joe, I I need your I need your uh, your advice here because you know Richard is essentially an old man, right? Uh, he may look years and years younger than I do, but he is like <laughs> a, a, like an elderly man in uh-huh. a, inside that body, and he's like, I don't understand this social media. He was so upset. Instagram removed some of his posts, uh-huh. and he was like, We've talked about his Instagram feed in the past. Uh, he has like naked not well some of the pictures he's naked and he's like covering his dick or he's in his underwear and you like can tell what his dick looks like oh yeah i i I know what his penis looks like yeah based on i've never seen it but yes based on those instagram pics so here's the thing and this is actually believe it or not a tangent that becomes important later so he he's so upset that emilioton that's his um instagram handle had some pictures removed because somebody complained. And he goes, like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, so mad. I'm all, like, so mad at Instagram. I'm like, well, go to Tumblr. And he, I go, go to Reddit. Go on, like, the Gays Gone Wild subreddit or something. He's like, no. So he, and he wants to start some war against Instagram. I don't know. Anyway, so we go to the, so we go to the basketball game. Of course, we sit through the whole thing. I will say he lasted longer than I initially thought he would last. But... Right when the fourth quarter starts, he's like, can we go? And I was like, "Uh, uh, give me five minutes here. Right. And he's like, okay, when it hits 10 minutes on the clock, let's go. So sure enough, it hits 10 minutes on the clock and we leave. Now, I'm going to talk about the ride home in a second. Do we need to talk about how um, the next day my brother calls me and he goes, oh, my God, did you stay for all the exciting things that happened in the game happened after we left? (laughs) <laughs> like there was a big fight between Kobe Bryant and some dude on the court and then some guy who's a rookie and this is his first game playing professional basketball broke his leg Whoa! and they think it might end his career like oh, no. all this drama happened after we left and that's that's when we left and they gave away free money to everyone yeah and then Kobe Bryant just let people come up and suck his penis it was so amazing I was so sad <laughs> I actually think Kobe Bryant is so hot I think he's really attractive. I know. He really is. Anyway, so <laughs> I will say it was a school night for Richard. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's tune that in. The guy who goes on Instagram <laughs> and shows his dick. Had to get up early the next morning. And teach children. Okay. <laughs> so it was a school night for Richard. So we go to, we go to uh, the Metro and we get like, I don't know, five minutes in on the ride and we get off to, train, to change trains. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, the train that we're running is running really slow. They're gonna, it's going to be twenty minute between twenty minutes between trains, and we just missed the last train. Uh, so you could have watched the rest of the game. Seriously, but Richard goes, "You know what? I'm going to pay for a lift. I need to get home." Yeah. So we go up and we pay for a lift, and the lift car comes. And I forgot this about Richard going back to the old man thing, right? Richard doesn't like to take freeways. Wait, why? I don't know. He's never expressly said that he doesn't. But every time I drive and we go on a freeway, he does the sign of the cross. No, really? Oh, maybe 11 times. Oh, yeah, 11 times. And not only that, 
when the lift guy said, like, how do we get to your house? What's the fastest way to your house? Richard was like, oh, well, don't, because like, it was giving them directions on the freeway. And Richard's like, um, I think it's actually faster if we take First Street. And you're like, it's, it's not faster at all? I mean, look, he's paying for the ride, so I don't give a shit, right? Yeah, but, it's faster than the train you were going to take. I guess. So I didn't give a shit. He was paying for it, and it's faster than the train. But he doesn't like to take freeways. And so we got there. But here's the funny thing. Oh, by the way, how about during the game, and you know about this, we were getting the most ridiculous text messages from a drunk Joey Boohecker. <laughs> yeah. At one point, you were rude. You were like, listen, I'm in a game. I can't text. Well, Which but, doesn't make sense because you're like sitting there. We know you're not watching the I'm game. I'm not watching the game. Here's the deal. It had nothing to do with me. But again, because these seats were so good, these were hardcore Laker fans. Yeah. Right? And like everyone's wearing like the yellow jerseys, the yellow yeah. Laker jerseys, except for me and Richard. The two fags sitting there on our phones the whole time. People were already talking shit about us just being there. You know, yeah, so I was like, you're Ugh. being self-conscious. I don't think they really were. Uh, anyway, so back to this. So as we're as I'm in the car, as we're in the lift ride home, um, my friend John, his boyfriend, whose also name is John. That's the weird fucked up thing about being gay. He uh, text message. That's the weird thing. He, I know. <laughs> not not uh, anal sex, not uh, fisting or poppers. Or like inequal rights. Yeah. Or, yeah. No. Um, he texts. It's that two guys named John might be together. <laughs> he texts me, right? And he, because I had posted an Instagram photo of me and Richard in front of the Staples Center. And he goes, um, how do you know Emilio Tone? Shut up. And <laughs> I go. Shut up. Shut up. I go, he's my cousin. He goes, I saw the picture of you, and I was like, wait, is that Emilio Tone? And I go, how did you even recognize his face? Seriously, that's a good question. <laughs> well, he posts he posts his face a lot. Well, actually. you know what's funny is during the Instagram drama, he told he did you know there's a method to the madness? What do you mean? Well, on one is a cycle. So one day there's a face pic, then the next day there's like a semi dick pic. No, I didn't know that there was a pattern like that. And then the third day is some sort of culturally important thing around East L.A. <laughs> each, p- <laughs> each picture he's dressed as like someone who was born that day in history. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's like just his underwear. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like a, a picture of him, so a picture of his face, day one, pic- day two. <laughs> His hard penis and white tidy whities right? And then day three, uh, a, a mural of Frida Kahlo. <laughs> I had no idea that there was a method. Yeah, like that. I learned that. that. That made me laugh. Um, yeah, so anyway, this guy's a big Emilio Tone fan. He was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you know him. I've been following him for years. Whoa. Yeah. Did John know that there was a pattern like that? I don't know. I should ask him. I don't know. Yeah. This is the same John, by the way, who collects Barbie dolls and dresses them up for Halloween. It's a very subtle pattern, so that's why it's funny to me. Just that it exists. No, I didn't know that it was. Like, yeah, I, I just thought it was like when the mood struck him. It's also like deep, and I felt like I feel like when I look at the the, and this might be a reflection of me and not a reflection of your cousin, but I feel like when I look at it, it's a very superficial thing. So like for it to have something like that there that i just totally missed is hilarious to me well i also like how open gay guys are because john signed up with well tell your cousin i jack off to him all the time right and i was like (laughs) and i did and how open gay guys are that they post like pictures of their balls hanging out the bottom of their tidy whities next to something that they think is also culturally significant All right. So anyway, you've been gone for two weeks. Uh, have you been? I have no. It's so. I told you this already. I know. So last week, uh, our schedules just got all crazy. So I had stories ready for the episode we were going to record last week, but I forget what they were. So I'm just going to go with what happened this week. I'm going to pretend like last week just didn't even happen. But if if it comes up, feel free to interrupt. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, Joey, last Friday was Halloween. You remember that? Yes. And in the morning, I had to go to Sacramento. 
I'm on this like advisory committee for a research project on diabetes and mobile apps. So I'm not going to bore you on all of that, but there it's, I'm going to be going a few times in the next year, maybe two years. Uh, but I, I have a really good high school friend that lives up there. Um, Jay lives up there. Mm-hmm. I know he was friend of the show, Jay. Yeah. And then all um, of those instant gratification guys. Did you? Hang yeah, out? yeah. Luke Miller's yeah. up there. So I want to meet up with people. Uh, this trip was on Halloween, so it was kind of weird to arrange it. It also kind of came fast. So, um, But next time I'm, I'm going to do it. So anyway, this is our first meeting. Joey, it took me two hours to get there on an Amtrak train. It, it was actually super easy to get there. Amtrak's kind of amazing. But total cost for me to get there, including an Uber from Amtrak to where we met uh, in Sacramento, total cost was 68 bucks. Not a big deal. Because I also got paid $200. I get paid $200. Wait, they don't pay for your for transportation? No, they pay me $200 for the meeting, and that's supposed to cover transportation. They, It's just a flat fee. Hmm. So for my time and for transportation, 200 bucks. So, And that's the agreement we had, so it's good. Um, but this meeting was only supposed to be two hours. So two hours to get there, two-hour meeting, and then a two-hour train ride home. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, first thing I, I walk in, first thing I notice is that I am easily the youngest person there. Easily. By like 10 years. Like nobody, I'm not like exaggerating. Like I really think that, I'm not saying like I just think I was. Like I know nobody in that room was in their 40s or in their 30s, mm-hmm. right? Um, and by the way, this is, we're advising on mobile apps. And yeah. I'm, the young, I'm the youngest person. They're like... So, what what is an app? I mean, I yeah. use uh, the the uh, face Facegram. Yeah. Can I fax it in? Yeah. Yeah. Can I Twitter you? So we go through our agenda, and then Joey, we're done in like an hour, and it took me two hours to get there, and it's gonna take me two hours to get back, and the the money. Does that like get- a setup of a math problem? Like I keep, I'm like sitting here and going like, okay, two hours to get there, two hours to get back. Like the way you're talking to him, like, and if I buy three Oreo cookies, and don't, and only eat one, and I'm waiting for that question. I drove. I mean, I drove. I uh, traveled for four hours for a one hour meeting, and the meeting seriously could have been done over the telephone. It was just like, can everyone tell us who you are and some simple background? And here's a an agenda they spent more time going over the agenda than the agenda actually was like to read over and tell us everything we were going to do took longer so like i'm i'm not complaining about it because like the time and the money all evens out and i feel like it was worth it and and learning how to get up there on amtrak was actually kind of cool too amtrak's actually very comfortable Mm -hmm. uh they have wi-fi they have um little plug-in things on every seat so it was nice so we're getting up to leave and everyone's like walking to their cars and I talked to this one older gentleman who was sitting like across the room and he had like some questions for me with for me. He's like familiar with some of the work that I've done whatever. And is he a fan? Like, Cuz I, I don't know if anybody out there knows this. Mike Lawson, I mean in the podcasting world too, but in the diabetes world, you're like a, a superstar. I don't I wouldn't say he's a fan. I just feel like our work has crossed paths enough that he knew who i was but we've never actually met so as we're like talking and walking did you know who he was uh i know of the organization that he worked for i like i've never actually worked with him specifically but as we're walking i'm like excuse me i'm gonna quickly get an uber like i didn't want to be rude but i didn't want to walk for 15 minutes to get (laughs) he's in mid-sentence and he shows up here bye and like no 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 like there's not a ton of Uber cars up there like there is here. But also, like, we were going to – I was walking him to, like, the far place where we parked. I didn't want to, like, wait forever once I got there to call an Uber. So I just, like, did it real quick. So I'm like, excuse me, I'm going to get an Uber. Um, this guy doesn't know what Uber is? He has no idea what Uber is? No. So I start no. to exp- – yeah. Uh, f- the guy who's on the advisory committee about uh, mobile applications. You're like, an Uber what? Yeah. <laughs> no, like the the service, the car service, Uber. Mm, I'm pretty sure. And you're like, no, it's an app. You just I hit the app, and then this, a, a car comes and picks me up. 
That is a good idea. Someone needs to get on that and make an app that does that. And he's like, a taxi? Yeah. And I was like, no, well, no, but... Hmm. But anyway, I start to explain it to him, and in the explanation, I ask what the car shows phone. up. And he's like, "Do you know this gentleman?" And I'm like, "No, I I use an app to call him here." <laughs> or he starts talking to the driver. This Mike should or Mike should tell you about this Uber. Yeah, it's actually a really cool idea. Yeah, you that way you don't have to drive your friend all over the place. Hi, I'm so and so. I'm friends with Mike. <laughs> so as I'm explaining to him, I ask him what type of cell phone he has, Joey, and he whips out a Motorola Razor. Like no. a flip phone. No. no. And I need to say, because I know certain people who listen to this specifically um, are on phones that are not very smart. They're not smartphones. But I'm not saying that everyone on the planet needs to have an iPhone or an Android device that has the capabilities that my phone has. Um, I get that some people don't need something super powerful, but you're on an advisory board about mobile apps and you don't use mobile apps that's how i, I don't get, yeah i know i this project I is way. fucked it's bureaucracy it's a public university that's doing this this whole project is fucked if i'm the like most tech savvy guy on it we're fucked we're fucked so the point is i'm gonna be in san francisco a lot and i'll probably need a drink after these meetings so if you are in san francisco be prepared be prepared to be hit up uh i feel like Either today or yesterday, and I don't know if this was on TV or on a podcast, but I heard a commercial for some sort of diabetes app. Cool. <laughs> is it this one? No. Uh-uh. This is a research project. Um, this one is actually – the research they're doing is um, behavioral modification apps that would be used by – Okay. So, Mike, site. anyway, uh, did I <laughs> – You did. You fucking asked. In the beginning of this, I was like, I'm not going to bore you. And you were like, fine with it until the end. And then you fucking asked. What else is up in L.A.? Can you tell me one story that will have 14 tangents and bring us to the 53-minute mark? Yes. my Daniel and I did like 90 minutes. Yeah, it was a good episode. There was one point in the episode, though, where he asked you something and you were trying to remember the date, like the year. And you're like, hmm, when was 9-11? <laughs> I couldn't remember what year 9-11 was. Because you know what? <laughs> Every day is 9-11 for me. Every day of a personal 9-11. So, uh, what, what's up? Um, what's you, know, you know, next Monday is the big bathhouse trip with yeah. a friend of the show and all-around crazy person, Cameron. Cool. But um, I am an old man, essentially. Right? No, well, I shouldn't say an old man, but I've gotten a lot older. And so I like things to be p- planned. Right, uh-huh. so I've been I've been having a little bit of anxiety about the bathhouse, not because of going, but just like, well, I don't know what's going to happen there. I need to know what's going to happen. So I was going on the website trying to do some research, <laughs> and it turns out one day a week they give a free tour. Oh, cool! So I went on the free tour. Okay, I'm now prepared to tell you about the bathhouse. That it will be attending next Monday with friend of the show, Cameron. So you're still going. This tour didn't talk you out of it. No. No. Okay, In good. fact, I will give my opinion after this, but it's a positive okay, review. Okay, cool. So I drive. In, I, I It happens to be that I had to meet with my friend Shannon, right, who lives in West Hollywood. And the, the bathhouse is a hop, skip, and a jump away from her house. And it's also the day of the tour. So I'm like, you oh, know cool. what? I'm going to go on the tour and then go to Shannon's house. Perfect. So I drive over there. I park. Now, you walk in, and there's just like a nondescript door. I open the door. I walk in. And then there's like a little holding area. It's very, very small. I would say four feet by four feet. And then there's like a, almost like a ticket booth window. Okay. And there's a guy there who kind of looks like Bianca Del Rio, the drag performer, but not in drag. Uh-huh. And like when she's Roy. And I go, I'm here for the uh, free tour. And I don't know what it was about me, but he goes, honey, you know this is an establishment for gay men, right? What? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm completely aware of what this is. And he goes, okay, just so you know, because sometimes, well, sometimes we get people and it's hard to tell. And some guys just think it's a, a spa, an actual just spa. And so I need to tell them so they're not totally surprised. 
That could be a very effective pickup line 10, 20 years ago. Like if you said to a gay man, honey, you know this is a gay bar. What are you doing here? Or something like that. Don't you think that would be an effective gay, a pickup line for it? Oh, like they would be like, oh, he thought it was straight. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. Like, like early 90s, late 80s. I could see that being Here's the thing. problem. I would use that pickup line, though, but not at a bathhouse. <laughs> I'm just saying, like a Carl's Jr. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, you know this is a gay bathhouse, right? And he was like, I just want a double Western bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> my mom's waiting in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, can you just take my order to drive through? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can i just get my captain crunch milkshake or whatever they sell there that actually sounds good do they really have that i just made that up but i've it, never heard of that yeah sometimes i'll do frozen yogurt and put captain crunch on it like the yogurt place i go to has captain crunch oh really captain crunch beats up your mouth though it really does it really it's does so worth it it's, it's so you know what else it. does like an unripe pineapple why is oh, that I'm, I'm not a big fresh pineapple person what? like i like i like pineapple flavor but i don't really what buy watermelons pineapple it's so much work joey well i do all that kind of here's work. the thing again because of my cooking skills i can cut down a t- pineapple in under a minute yeah it's just dirty and there's a lot of throwaway i don't do it all right i steer clear of that's retarded because a really ripe pineapple is just maybe one of the most amazing things on this planet i don't like the word retarded either hmm. so anyway um so then I, I have to show my ID. He takes it down. He fills out a contract. I have to do all this security stuff, right? And then he buzzes me in. And so there's a door, and they buzz you in, and I go in. And the first place I walk into is almost like a little tiny locker room. I think it's about it's about nice, decent size, not, but it's not like a giant locker room. It's about like the size of like a bedroom, okay? Okay. With benches, and there's vending machines, and the vending machines look in really good condition, really nice, okay? And then there's some Twinkie Boy um filling up paperwork <laughs> just sitting down on the bench just filling up paperwork i don't know why so the guy goes um okay let's go on the tour and i go you know to be honest with you i had a long drive and i really need to pee he goes oh okay the bathroom's just down the hall to the right so i go and there's a bathroom sure enough and i go and pee but it's clearly a bathroom really built for fucking yeah <laughs> so i go i want to wash it's my like ha- a porn set yeah i want to wash my hands but they don't have like a sink. What? Or a, no, it's just, there's a toilet, and there's a uh. bunch of like showers, but there's no, there's no like bank of sinks or anything like that. So I'm like, I told the guy, I go like, oh, I need to wash my hands. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. So then we walk down the hallway. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no well, who cares? He, no, he means like he. It's the there is a sink, but it's like you know like a broom closet and it's like hidden because no one uses exactly. it. exactly. So I wash my hands and okay, now we're ready to start. Okay, so then he takes me like the like it's so funny because it's just like he has to do the cursory like okay, here's the jacuzzi, here's the sauna, here's the sun deck, and he goes, you can smoke here. This is the only place you can smoke is the sun deck, right? I'm like okay, and I go in the sun deck. We look at it, very whatever, and then we go back, and then he goes, now you're not afraid of the dark, are you? Now by the way, the place is already dark. Okay. He goes, you're not afraid of the dark, because now we're going into the into the dark rooms. And I was like, no, okay, let's go. So we go in there, and I didn't see one part of it, because two people were having sex. He's like, well, I don't want to disturb them, because they're having fun. And I was like, okay. So then he shows me the, the um, glory holes, right? So the way the glory holes work is there's basically like... A room you can enter, and that's where you would suck the guys off. But then surrounding the room are holes, and people can just stand there. Then he shows me the the downstairs suck pit, which, to be honest with you, ab- apart from the raised platform, it just looks like another glory hole. Okay. Right? It just That's what it just seems like, right? Except there's a, one area is raised platform. Okay? Then he goes, okay, let's go upstairs. And upstairs, there's another suck pit. Then there's also like a room that can stay open or not. And it has stirrups. So you can just fuck a guy right there and he can put his leg in the stirrups. Right? Then there's a full-on sex wing. And he goes, oh, this is going to be a total orgy on Halloween. Right? And I was like, oh my gosh. Right? And there's like a full-on sex wing, which you could just 
I, I've never seen a sex swing in real life. Have you? No, I don't think so. If I have, like, maybe I've gone to, like, a sex store and there was one. Like, I've never actually seen one in use. Yeah, I've never seen one in use either. It was, it was, it was really, it was in the middle of the day. So it was not, there were people there, though. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody I saw there was actually pretty good looking. I was expecting a big mess. Right? Yeah. But no. So anyway, so then we do that. He shows me upstairs, all dark. Then we go down this hallway, and that's where all the rooms are. He goes, here. so here's one row of rooms. He's I don't know which rooms are being used right now to check, so we'll just walk by here. And it's like, so now imagine this narrow passageway of just closed rooms with dark numbers. Everything's super dark with just numbers on them, right? Then all of a sudden it's like, it's like, yeah, here's these rooms. And he goes... And you're just in this like officey lounge, okay? Like a full-on like business lounge with like desks and chairs. And he does a TV, and he goes, "Yeah, we're only we only play HBO movies in here, and this is where you can just sort of <laughs> you can just sort of hang out, and people come in here and check email and whatnot." And I was like, "What? Yeah, free Wi-Fi? F- free Wi-Fi? Yes." What? Free Wi-Fi. And he goes, the only thing is... Now, by the way, just so you know, he showed me a sex swing. People stirrups. Uh, there's buckets of con- of you know condoms where you can get free condoms. And just like, fuck, there's fucking... There's just fucking going yeah. on here, right? It's a building of sex. Yeah. He goes, uh, just so you know, we don't allow food and drink in here. <laughs> Could you fuck in there? No, I don't. Maybe you could. I get. I, you know what? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. He didn't say no fucking. He, he didn't say no, no fucking. You know, look, we. Here's a look. Between me and you, if you just bring in a little something like a candy bar or something, I'm not gonna really say anything. I'll look the other way. I'm all this. This is where we're drawing the line. Like food, and he probably looked at me like this tubby. You know, he probably can't go more than a, a twenty minutes without put stuff in his face. So then we go to the rooms, right? I do, I don't understand what kind of food will stain more than like lube though like you know you could fist in here and like use as much lube as you need i'm gonna tell you that i was gonna get but to this keep later your coffee out of here i'm gonna get to this later so here's the weird thing i mean i was gonna get to this later i'm gonna tell you now here's the weird thing the place was clean it was a lot cleaner than i thought it would be right yes. however it wasn't like a upscale sauna like you walk in it's clean but you can tell people are fucking there yeah. Right? It's like a very well-maintained Motel 6. Like, yes. it's not pretty. Yes. And that bed sheets, those bed sheets yes. have seen their day. And you can tell people are like fucking sanitary. there. Yeah, it's sanitary. And so, you you still don't want to walk barefoot. So he's showing me the rooms. He's showing me that some of the rooms have low beds and some of the beds have high beds in case you want to fuck somebody. Right? Uh-huh. He goes, if you want your privacy, just keep the door closed. And then he goes, but if you want. Real quick. When you say bed, is it like. A hotel bed? Like, are there sheets on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually... I'm going to get to this. I'm going to get to this. So, yes, there's sheets on it, pillows, a TV on. There's a TV, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And so, um, then there's, he goes, if the door's open, though, that, that means, you know, you're open for business, just so you know. He goes, but if anybody bothers you, we'll take care of it. We walk by, and there's an open door, right? Okay. And there's a guy in there sitting on the bed. Mike, this guy was very handsome. And I use the handsome because he wasn't like super young. He was probably like 40, 35 to 40, but really good looking, like in shape guy with a beard, like super, super, super handsome. Right? Yeah. Kind of imagine like uh, Dylan McDermott, but with a beard. Okay. Full on. Bill, by the way, Dylan McDermott with a beard is very hot. Yeah. He he was on... um. Didn't he have a beard when he did American Horror Stories? Oh, I, I don't watch the show. Mike, just full on jacking off. And the guy's like, yeah, and so look at, because he wanted to show this room in particular because the bed's bigger. So the guy's like just stroking his dick and the guy's like, yeah, so if you notice, this bed's bigger and it has a bigger TV. It costs a little bit more. He's like giving me the, the, the list of the amenities while this guy's just like full on stroking it and staring at us. I'm like, oh, and I pretend not to see him. Like, oh, that's nice. Oh, the pillows, huh? Oh, wow. So then um, we walk out, and um, yeah, so this place seems really cool. He was telling me um, I can wear whatever I want. I don't have to wear a towel. Um, I could wear whatever I was wearing that day. They don't want to shame anybody. Everyone's everyone's welcome, and you're welcome to wear whatever you want. 
Nice. You know? And well, do you think this is a theory? Do you think that on this free day of tours that they intentionally like employ a few handsome men to be around? Like he's a plant, so you're like, Oh, I need to come back here and pay to get in and no, so I can No, because they weren't like there were look, there was a couple of schlubs hanging around and they nobody was incredibly handsome. I think But the schlubs could be like normal customers and then the slightly attractive people are folks that they well, asked to come. I'll with. find out next Monday. <laughs> when you're one of the schlubs. When I'm one of the schlubs. <laughs> but um okay. So then um what's really cool is uh he was saying that, you know, people just go there and just sort of hang out. And I was like, you know what? I could totally come here and hang out. Like, I think I would legitimately go there and just hang out. Like, get on the Wi-Fi and do all of that? Yeah, because, you know, it's one of these things where, like, I'm often stuck in L.A. and the traffic is so horrible. You have to find ways to kill time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would, I could see myself just killing time there. That's better than, like, a Starbucks in your head? Yes. Yes. Because, look, it's because, okay... A Starbucks, you have to fight to get a table, right? Yeah. And then you have to buy some stupid coffee, right? This, I'm there's nobody in the lounge, right? And imagine going to Starbucks like, you know what? In between emails, I'm going to go get a blowjob in the suck pit. Would you really do that? I don't see you doing that. Or I guess what I don't see is you talking about it. I actually could see you doing it and never telling anyone. No, I would tell people because I was actually telling – I'm telling this to you too even though I can't imagine you going to this. Yeah. But I was telling Jonathan who's been to one and Richard who's been to one. I was like, what's cool about this place and the way it's designed is like let's say – I'm saying you for the sake of the story. Let's say you and I went out mm-hmm. and then we were like, we're both horny. Let's get laid. We could go to this place. Go our complete – well, I mean, I would say, like, meet at the lounge at midnight and go our complete separate ways, never run into each other, never see each other, and then just meet at midnight in this one place. Yeah. Meanwhile, I walk by and you're on the sex swing. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the lounge listening to the Pride 48 stream. Meanwhile, like- both you and I are in the lounge and I'm, like, just watching TV. <laughs> Streaming Netflix. Trying to sneak in a McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> they, they kick us out. They're like, hey, do you have a cheeseburger? Yeah, what'd you get kicked out of the bathhouse for? <laughs> I was eating a double-double. <laughs> yeah. Trying to sneak, sneak and, in. And then as they're taking you out of... Uh, as they're taking you out of the place, like walking you the walk of shame out of the bathhouse, you're like walking by like literally a guy in a gimp outfit, like being whipped and sucking 10 guys at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I've been to the bathhouse. We will get a cool. full report. Well, not next week, right. but the week after we'll have a full report. Right. So we'll see what um, happens. Cool. I'm looking forward to hearing how it goes. I'm glad that you went. Um, what else Joey, is listen, going on the barrier? Listen to this. This happened today, today, this very afternoon. Um, <clears throat> there's a – the local university up here, which is Berkeley, um, their medical school program. Um, the first year students, um, they have this weird like way of doing things and they basically, uh, bring in a patient that is, has a condition that's similar to a case study they're working on. And it's first year, they do a weird, like peer to peer learning thing, whatever it's complicated. But on the day that they do diabetes, I come in and I speak about my diagnosis and, um, on the day that I come and speak uh, a physician comes and interviews me as if I were coming into their office for the first time because this lesson coincides with the lesson where they learn about maintaining medical history and whatever right um and this is the second time that I've done it um so I I don't do it a lot but so that we're going through it um the class there's like 20 kids in the room stuffed in this room they get to like ask me questions too but they also ask the doctor questions like why he asked me certain questions for example does that make sense yes are you bored right now no um so we're going through this and they're just all regular doctor questions and it got a little bit uncomfortable i i mean i've sat through this before not just last year when i presented this but like 
every time you go to a new doctor, they're like, is there any family history of heart condition, you know, high blood pressure, all these like questions that you get. But then he was like, um, at one point he was like, um, I have some lifestyle questions. Uh Oh yeah. In my head, I was like, Oh fuck. But then he was like, uh, you know, like what's your regular diet, fruits and vegetables, like what, like asking all these questions. And then he was like, uh, do you have a partner? And I was like, uh, like, this is complicated. Do I have a partner? And it's like, um, well, I'm like seri- seeing somebody seriously. I don't know. Like, what do you, that's not what he wants to know. But then he was like, um, do you consider yourself homosexual? No, heterosexual, bisexual. And then before he said anything else, I just said homosexual, like really fast and uncomfortable. And then he started asking me about safe sex practices meanwhile you look at the sheet and he had already marked homosexual before he even asked you (laughs) he's like oh and he pretends to like actually mark it down yeah well he wasn't even taking notes that was a weird thing because he i'm not a real patient of his he was just going down the list of things that they do and he's like oh and you're single huh and what are you doing friday night (laughs) it was so uncomfortable but then he was like talking about sti screenings and like sti all of this sexually transmitted infections and then he was like doing the whole list of things and i was like we and he was like do you have any questions about like safe sex practices and meanwhile there's 20 kids in front of me taking notes how old are they first year medical students okay. so it it varies but they were all pretty young like early 20s most of them um and so I was like, um, can we, I think I'm good, but I'll think of questions. Can we talk about it on our next visit? <laughs> but like, I'm never going to see the guy again, but it was just so uncomfortable. Um, so that happened this afternoon. Did any of the kids eye you when you were like, uh, were, were there any medical students there that you saw that you were like, Ooh, I like that one. No, I mean, they're all 20, you know, yeah, but medical... so they're all attractive. Oh, they were all the men were attractive. Um, yeah, I think that they were all, like, decent looking. Hmm. I'm not saying that I want to sleep with all of them, but, like, there was nobody really in that room where there was, like, maybe one or two guys that I, when I looked at them, I was like, oh, uh, they just look like me, like regular white guys. So I was, like, not interested, but everyone else was attractive. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'll mark but that I, down I, for lots of Asian kids. No, there was, like, maybe one or two Asian guys. There wasn't a lot of Asian, actually. But anyway, um, that happened. Um, and I basically didn't, like, when he asked the homosexual question, oh, my God. I was just, like, looking directly at him. I don't know why that caught me off guard so much. Like, I wasn't embarrassed by it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How did that make you feel? Good. Um, Joey, what's up in uh, L.A.? Are there any news stories that you wanted to tell me about? Yes. For the record, I know this is a big national news story, but I just feel we've done a lot of auto teen deaths. So uh-huh. I don't want to do the story about the kids, the girls who got mur- not, I mean, murdered. Yeah. Hit and run driver killed three girls on Halloween night. Okay. I'm not going to do that story. Let's keep it upbeat. The Virgin Galactic Spaceship 2 crashed in the Mojave Desert and uh, killing one of the pilots. And the second pilot, as far as I know, is in critical condition. Uh, So so now that they're saying, just on the news today, that they're saying that um, that one of the pilots, I don't know which one, like shifted into some sort of like re-entry thing too early. And that might have led to the... uh, the disastrous accident, but we do know there was some sort of in-flight anomaly that caused the accident. Uh, one of the they were considering, they, one of the things they were thinking was they've been usually practicing with plastic-based fuel mixtures, but right. um, they went to a, a, a different one this time. Um, but uh, they haven't done one since January. This was the first one since January, and now uh, we know how that goes. I'm already afraid of flying, so this is me. Okay, I'm never going to space. Uh, check that off my list. Do you have any interest in going on one of these like space flights? Not really. I mean, it would be cool, but I'm not. I don't know that we will actually ever get out of 
in our lifetime we won't be out of this like super experimental phase like i feel like this is all very experimental i feel like this accident although it's very tragic i'm not saying that it's not tragic but i think that this accident is kind of should almost be expected if that makes sense mm-hmm. like you can't imagine that we're going to get tourism in space without you know some some bad accidents it's like the mythical icarus uh, who yeah. had wings, feather, and wax, and he flew too close to the sun and fell down to Earth. Uh, well, I feel like we're going to get there. I feel like there's enough money behind this that eventually we'll get there. I know some people are saying, like, this is the end of Virgin. Do you think that that is going to happen? No. <laughs> yeah. No, this guy is so in, like not excited by this, but I think he likes challenges. Yeah. So I think it was almost a little too. I, I could see this Richard Branson like all of a sudden being like, because he's. I think he's saying he's still going to be on that first flight. Oh my! I would never be on that flight. You could. You could not fucking. I was scared being on Megabus. <laughs> you know, you're uh, not going to get me on this flight to the space. Yeah. Right. Have you ever been on I, a scary airplane flight? I've been on airplane flights with like really awful turbul- turbulence. Um. In fact. Um, I think, I don't think we were doing the show yet, but I was on a, what's the redheaded lady's name from a Grey's Anatomy? Lucille Ball. Um, I don't think so. I think, um, Nash or something. Some Kate Nash. No, that's Kate Walsh. Kate Walsh was on my flight, but her, she was in first class and her two personal assistants were sitting next to me Mm -hmm. and back in coach. Mm -hmm. And they kept going up, having to go up to talk to her. And one time she came back to us and there was too much turbulence. And she told them, she was super nice, but she was like, I'm not getting up again. You guys need to come up to me. <laughs> About what does she need? What does she, what she could possibly need during the flight? They were, they were all like all on Wi-Fi and like doing work and stuff. Like, I think that it was like, leg- they weren't like passing her a tissue. No, I understand. I but what like- is she doing? What could she possibly be doing? Right. She's an actress. Like, yeah, I don't really know. I can see memorizing we lines. Yeah. We were coming from Canada. I don't really know. IDK. I'm, I don't know what kind of business stuff she's in. I can see people who are like, were like, it's Kate Walsh producing all these shows. I can see maybe that kind of – but like, no, she's an actress. Like, what is she doing? That, let me, well, maybe she has personal business. Maybe this had nothing to do with Hollywood. Maybe she has like some other personal side stuff going on. I don't know. I don't like this Kate Walsh. I don't like what she's up to on the airplane. Because you know what? I'm on an airplane. I don't need people walking around. I get mad when people walk around. Yeah. I. You know what bothers me? I understand exactly why they do it, but I like to sit in the very back of the plane. Like, that's my thing. But I don't like it when people just want to stand. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking that about. That bothers me. It bothers it's me. Not, you're supposed to sit down. Everyone's supposed to be sitting Yeah, down. this is one time where I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> are people, the one time. Are people allowed to clap on the airplane? Like when they land? Or any time at all. P- people do that. You know that. I right? know. I've been there. It's if annoying. If you're on the right plane. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't bother me. Noise on plane actually doesn't bother me. Babies don't bother me. Oh, babies I bother mean, me. I want your headphones in. I'm not going to sit and listen to your baby cry, but um, I, I mean, I certainly understand why a baby would cry on an airplane. Do you think these spaceships have like a uh, direct TV on them and all the amenities? Maybe. Do you think that they have ginger ale? Cause I feel like everyone drinks ginger ale only on airplanes. My brother has been drinking a lot of ginger ale lately, which I, which I thought was really weird. Does he do liquor in it? Yes, he puts liquor in it. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Like, um, what does he put with it? Rum? Gin? I don't know. Gin? I don't know. Gin and ginger? Yeah. It's a thing. People are doing it. But, Joey, listen to this. Uh, The San Francisco Chronicle is a newspaper up here. Have you heard of it? Yes. On October 30th, which was last Thursday. Okay. So, October 30th, right? Yeah. Was last Thursday. November 4th is tomorrow. Sure. At this recording. For some of you, it might be in the past, but November 4th is election day. Mm hmm. October 30th happens before election day, right? Yes. So the San Francisco Chronicle accidentally on October 30th posted election results. <laughs> uh, the conspiracy theory start. And the conspiracy theory has already started, but. 
Um, it's very funny. They published an article that basically has a bunch of backstory. I completely understand this error and how it happened. Like they just started writing election results and somehow it got published. Um, they're calling it human error, but as you know, Joey, you worked in newspapers when you were in college and Mm -hmm. I worked in newspapers in college and after, but like we like every once in a while you have to pre-write stuff. So like you're pre-writing all the backstory and getting that edited before the actual event. So somehow this story uh, about election results with all the backstory, which has been edited by humans and um, accidentally got published by humans. But there are conspiracy theories because the uh, the article that got published, I mean, parts of it, it said like, in quotation marks, it said, quote, 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 said Coburn, quote, 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 quote. Um, so like the structures there and I get that, but this article, all of the election results, um, are, um, what are in sync with the San Francisco Chronicles list of endorsements, which is kind of weird, but, Mm -hmm. um, that's just what happened to get published. I don't know how wrong they could be. You just go like, what's the most left crazy person they win? Yeah. I don't get the joke, but, um, what, uh, have you, you worked in newspapers when you were in college. What, uh, were there any like big errors that got published while you were on staff? Anything Um, you could think of? Well, cause like in a way this is what other classes, your, your homework published every week to the entire school. Like that's what it is. So like school papers specifically, like errors are going to get through. Because you're, you know, you're I learning lessons. I can't think of one off the top. I'm sure there were. There were always, you know, <laughs> look, whenever you do anything like a newspaper or any sort of media, people get upset about the stupidest shit. So the people would get mad. I remember like people get so worked up about like, you know, you, you called the cross-cultural center, you know, the cult. Multicultural center. Yeah. They'd be like, oh my God, I write letters yeah. and what kind of, uh, and then I get so mad, you know? And so you just constantly, but I don't, I can't think of anything that we were like really, really like, oh my God, we really fucked up that time. Um, yeah. Not, the, not while did, I was there. Well- one time we had a call out on the front page. This was the biggest error. I mean, we did every week there were errors. But, like, the biggest uh, – we had a call out on the front page to uh, arts feature, which was a review of some bullshit play on campus. And the there was a little picture on the front page. It was a circle and then text a text paragraph under it. And the text paragraph, when we were setting up the, the template of the pa- paper, we put, like, um, dummy quote about dummy play. Or something like that. Oh, okay. And and we it got all the way to print. We printed that. But knowing how a newspaper prints, and this is true for the Chronicle, how does it make it all the way to print? Oh, so this was the Chronicle was um, this got published online. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't get all the way to print. No, no, no. That would be pretty much impossible, right? Like you wouldn't because like just the layout, like you, yeah, impossible. But it got it got published online. I yeah. feel that happens a lot online. I feel like I'm constantly reading stories about like this crazy story was published online. Can you believe that? And it was taken down an hour later. Yeah, you know what? Um, this is not exactly the same thing. But do you ever listen to Dan Savage's podcast? No, Savage. Well, this last week uh, there were a few instances. It just didn't get edited properly, or they accidentally published unedited. Because there were a few cases where it was like, um, this episode is brought to you by Audible.com. At Audible, you can listen to, damn it, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, really? This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Oh, did I just say Audible or Addible? Hold on, let me do it again. Yeah, like they published a raw file. Why is that like what you just read, like a really good episode of our show? Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. Did you, this is not going to go on the show, did you um, see that thing on Reddit? Where the person said the big reveal uh, on um, cereal is going to be that the woman finally says MailChimp right? No. <laughs> I hate that fucking commercial. And they start each one with it. The same In one. Fact- the first time I heard it, I thought it was a great commercial. Yeah. But then the second and third, fourth, fifth, and sixth time, it was less good. Male? Yeah. Kahim? 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 
<laughs> like, oh, look at this dumb immigrant. Can't fucking say male chimp. Oh, I thought it was a child. <laughs> oh, no. It's like a, it's like a, like a, I don't know what nationality she is, but a foreign woman. How do you know that? You could tell. I think it's a child. Oh, I don't think it's a child. What else is up in L.A.? Any other news stories you want to tell me about? Yes, David Galvan, uh, 38 years old, uh, emailed his ex-boyfriend Richard Rose's uh, nudes Uh, to all the students in his class. I hate this story so much. (laughs) Why do you hate it? Go ahead. Well, that's pretty much the story. It's four photos with the subject line, enjoy, and he sent them to all of the students. He hacked into his um, school computer account school email account and uh, sent them to everybody and uh now he's been arrested for uh, a, a number of charges what do you why do you hate the story i just hate that this poor man who's a teacher oh richard rosa yeah i just feel so bad about about it for him oh i know but i, I like that the, that the uh kids have rallied behind him and they've really come out in support of him and say he's a really good guy and a really good teacher but that's a really scuzzy thing to do to somebody. Would you? That's the yeah. That's awful. I would never be so angry. But the nudes are pretty good. Oh I, no! I've, I, I'm well, I haven't the seen the out ones. Yeah. Oh no no no. That's all I've seen. Too. Oh. Like he has a decent body. He's a handsome man. He obviously is teaching. He like he seems like a good teacher because kids are you know loving him and supporting him. Cut to um, I see him at the bathhouse. Yeah. So wait, this was in. Cut two, I take pictures and send them to students. What? I believe it was in Long Beach, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Um, poor guy. I feel really bad for the teacher. Have you, Let me ask you this. Is there anybody out there who has nudes of you that they could uh, blackmail you with? Nope. So no one has anything out there that they could blackmail you with? Nuh-uh. Hmm. Trying to even think, like... No. Is it because uh-uh. you're careful or because you just don't send them? Well, they're – I don't take them. Okay. But there there are uh, – like in the past there have been photos that you can't really tell or even me though. Oh, I see. Your face is not Does in Does that it. make sense? Yeah. And so it could just be a, his word against my word, but – uh, what's going on in the Bay Area then, Mike? Well, this is kind of Bay Area, area related. This woman lived in San Francisco for the longest time. Uh, but then she was diagnosed with uh, brain cancer. So she relocated her entire family to Oregon earlier this year because she wanted to take advantage of what they call the death with dignity law in Washington. Um, So Washington, Vermont, Montana, and New York are the only states in our country where such laws exist. Wait, so then why'd she go to Oregon? this woman. Oh, wait. Washington, Oregon. Oh, you didn't say Oregon in the list. Okay, so Oregon's one of them. Okay. No, Oregon isn't one of them on this list. (laughs) That's really awkward. Maybe, (laughs) Maybe this article left that out. I don't know. Uh, But anyway. The story goes, this woman, Brittany Maynard, 29 years old. What a horrible um, last name. Maynard. I'd kill myself, too. um, We're not making fun of her death right now, Joey. (laughs) Um, She was diagnosed with cancer and decided that she wanted to end her life on Saturday, November 1st. She posted messages on social media, and it kind of took off on social media. Um, It was a very kind of respectful sort of thing, and... She must have got a bunch of likes. Met. How how horrible is it if you're like, guys, I want to kill myself, and you get like a million likes to the point where it goes viral, and you're getting like tons and tons of likes to people saying that you want to kill yourself. And People Magazine uh, got in on it as well. So she died on Saturday in her Portland home. Um, her message was uh, posted everywhere, but basically she thanked everybody for all the support they gave her when she decided to do this. She said the world is a beautiful place. Travel has been her greatest teacher. Her close friends and folks are the greatest givers. I even have a ring of support around me, my bed as I type. Goodbye, world. Spread good energy. Pay it forward. Now, let me ask you this so, question. Let me ask you this question. How did she do it? They don't say – I don't. I didn't read that in this article. Um 
but they're they do kind of talk about how um uh different in different states like if certain people assist people in suicide that they could be criminally liable for that so i i i know i mean i don't know much about assisted suicide but i do remember kind of like the jack kravorkian sort of things like he would set stuff up but he would never like the person had to do the, it themselves pull, yeah they had like a little button they yeah pushed. they would like yeah hmm so i was curious what your thoughts were on all of this like um i think that we both could agree like if somebody is like truly suffering like they should have the right to end that suffering but to what extent like should they just be able to deny treatment and then suffer it out until the end or i don't know no i'm, I'm a big are, fan of the assisted thoughts? suicide yeah you know but like i feel like we go to great lengths to stop people from uh suicide f- for mental disorders yeah right yeah why, well, because why is so I look, much effort put into okay, that? Okay, it's okay. That's a good question. I feel if the person has a disease, right, a terminal illness, one, and two, not just like, oh, I have a deviated septum, goodbye world, you know, and then they're like, see ya. But like, you know, if it's thought yeah. out, it's planned with a doctor, and there's great lengths taken, tons of, psych- you know, psychological meetings, we know that this is the person's clear intent. They maybe there should be like a cooling off period where the person gets to think about it. Like, it's really, really thought out. Then I'm in support of it, uh-huh. but not just like I'm going to sure. go jump off a bridge. Yeah, you know, because uh, they canceled uh, Nip Tuck or whatever reason people kill themselves. Huh. Yeah, I I just have uh, in the amount of time that I've spent inside of a nursing facility with these old folks that are not necessarily in pain, but they're done living. A lot of them are like, um, I can't, I mean, I've heard old people tell me like, I wish God would just take me now. Like they're just done. And it's not necessarily like, I mean, this Maynard woman was having like seizures and like, um, was in intense pain. And that's, that's one thing. That's it's horrible. Like really that really is, and she should kill herself. And she should kill herself. But you know, she has a right to kill to end her life as she as she and with dignity, right? Yeah. But let's get back to the old people. I think it well, is, it's a, like I'm just curious, like where the line is drawn. Like I see this Maynard person is like was uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, she's in horrible, um, horrible pain. Was, but these old people, they shouldn't be allowed. And I'll tell you why. TV is so good right now. They're all you got to do to get them this Netflix or a Hulu Plus account or even this Amazon Prime and turn them on to some of these good shows. They're going to want to live. They're going to want to see how Boardwalk Empire ends or, you know, does does, uh, Carrie land up with Mr. Big? It's going to give these old people a reason to live. TV. That's my solution. Thank you. This Maynard woman, she was in a lot of pain. She had cancer. She deserves to die with dignity. But not an old person. They should hang on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Interesting. That's. Um, I think that this story is a, a very interesting one. But I think the story also suffers from, and I don't know if suffers is the right word, but it suffers from something you've talked about in the past. So where maybe the story should kill itself. If, if she was like, if she was an ugly person, this would not have as oh, many legs as if it this had. Was a, she if is this was, beautiful. Yeah, she's really, really pretty. If this person was a person of color, like, not even necessarily a person of color, could actually see a black or Latino woman. If this was like a Muslim woman in like a hajib who said yeah. she wanted to kill herself. What, uh, wait, was that two news stories for you? Yeah. So what do you got going on next week? Uh, Next week, I'm going to Washington to see my friend Maynard. And we're going to, she told me she's going to take me to all these different places. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to get to stay with her. And <laughs> she's going to pay off the debt. She yeah. She told me, me she's going to get, she yeah. Said, she said, come out, come up mm-hmm. anytime after November. She 1st. met a guy perfect for me. She, sh- and she, but she's not going to tell me his name until I get there. And so I'm really excited uh, to see her. Hope she's okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know what? This week, um, I don't have anything really going on that I can. I'm sure. Again, like you've said it before, whenever I have nothing going on, 
that's when everything goes on. I will say Tuesday, November 4th, is the 21st birthday of friend of the show and all-around crazy person Cameron. So thank God we're not going to run into any more problems at bars of him giving different IDs and all that. So, I mean, that's one yeah. piece of information. Other than that, I have nothing going on. Cool. What about you? Um, I have, on Saturday, I have a one-day trip to San Diego that I'm like, I really wanted to do an overnight, but I also didn't want to do an overnight. So I was like, when they offered me to like fly in in the morning and do the whole day there and fly out, I said yes, but now I'm totally regretting it. Um, so that's on Saturday. Um, I'm also growing a beard. Did I tell you that that's a thing? I haven't shaved in like a month. Ugh. So I'm going to just like groom my beard. What about your friend? What does your beard? friend think of this? Who? You know, your friends. You have a, you know, you have different friends. <laughs> I think you're talking about Steve. He, he likes it. Oh. Yeah. Um, beards are crazy, Joe. Like I thought that I, if I grow a beard, it would make people like, I know some people like beards. Right, mm-hmm. but I thought maybe people would that it would exclude some people. Even though it would include new people, it would exclude others mm-hmm. from the old list of people that found me attractive. Yeah. Joey, all it has done is made more people think that I'm attractive. Really? I'm, so I'm, Joey, I'm grow s- a beard. <sighs> grow a beard. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, because I never want to get through airport security ever again. <laughs> that's yeah i want my luggage um examined thoroughly every time i go to the airport all those zero times i go to the airport i want my right. let my luggage examined completely wouldn't it be funny if even i'm not at the airport and people just show up and examine whatever i have on me <laughs> full pat downs yeah. everywhere and i'm like I, i'm yeah. <laughs> i'm at i'm at a winchell's why are you guys going through my stuff yeah you know sir <laughs> you know uh so that's it um well mike i I am so glad you are no longer missing and that you're no longer mad at me uh and now we're back to doing the show i thought we had another game night guys on our hands um you shut up you know what i i actually actually hung out with christina and her bob and her husband bob this uh past weekend Mm -hmm. and we had a really great time but I feel like all of our stories here are like beginning, middle, and end. Where like this happened, then this happened. Then can you believe that this happened? And like there was nothing out of the ordinary. We just had a really good time catching up and uh, eating barbecue and watching W. Kemobel. Oh, you so, oh, the, you saw you, you saw him again together this weekend. How was he? He was good. He was so good. He he's fun to watch. Now we should end every show with this right now. As of this week, do you think on the podcast serial Anon is guilty? Mm. As of this week, yes. Yeah, I think he. I think he's so guilty. You... Okay. Well, nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, um, um. Um, uh, um. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.